Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to be back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Violet Defense for their support of the podcast. Go to their website at violetdefense.com for more information. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Once again, go to violetdefense.com for more information. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. You won't be disappointed. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle. At Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the performance of their student athletes and their teams using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They've got online tools, mobile apps, smart cameras, including the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play from the club and youth programs up through high school and college and even into the professional ranks. You're in pretty good company. Over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and of course, the coaches of the college and university teams that you're trying to get your kids recruited to. If you want to learn more about Huddle and find out how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect some comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. 
Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and their parents who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. And we also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to stay right here in Florida, and we're going to be visiting with Mel Gables. She is the Director of Athletics at a brand new high school, Davenport High School in uh, Central Florida. Uh, she and I connected uh, last year at our state conference, and uh, just very excited to have her on the program today. Mel, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Hey, I appreciate it, Jake. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited about this opportunity. Well, we're looking forward to it. And uh, again, I know we've talked about having a special one uh, with some of your student athletes on later on in the year. So let's go and get started with this. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five minute bio where you were born, where you grew up and went to school and, and how your path kind of led you to Davenport High School. All right. So uh, like you said, my name's Mel Gables. Um, I was born right here in Central Florida. As a matter of fact, um, where I'm working at now is literally probably seven minutes away from where I grew up. My family has property, so I've had that property for 40 years. Um, so that that that's a great opportunity for me um, to be able to work in the community that I grew up in. Um, I went to Haines City High School, which is a is a local high school here. Actually, is now one of our rivals. Um, Played four sports uh, for uh, three years there. So I had, I ended up, I think, with 16 letters or something other like that in athletics. Went on to uh, college and played volleyball, uh, one year of basketball. Um, and then uh, I went to a JUCO and then I went to uh, Warner University and finished up my career uh, as a volleyball player uh, and went into teacher education. Went back and uh, took a job at my alma mater uh, and was there for 20 or 19 years before I left. So I was there with that athletics and started coaching right out of college. And um, it's always been my passion to be a part of that. So that's, and it's pretty much right here, uh, all within one little area. You know, I always love to hear the stories. Um, talk a little bit about that transition from coaching to AD and also talk a little bit about some of the aspects of opening up a brand new school. That's a, that's a big question right there. So from coaching to AD, um, I finished, uh, I retired from coaching in 2011, I believe. Um, it's actually uh, my mentor that I'd been coaching with for 17 years. She passed away due to cancer, Hall of Fame coach here in Florida. And, um, you know, I decided that we had kind of made this deal years and years ago that, you know, we one wouldn't coach without the other. So when she finally um, was no longer able to coach, I decided I wanted to go ahead and move on up into the administrative level uh, in the in the classroom, you know, out of the classroom. And I was already out of the classroom as far as uh, 
the teaching. And I was in the office as a dean of discipline. I was a Title I director. So I did. A, I had a few roles. Uh, ended up being a success coach. So there's quite a few things that I did. Um, you know, I was pursuing my master's in educational leadership. And then I just decided to put it on pause because I really wasn't sure that's how I wanted to go because my passion has always been sports and in athletic administration. So I kind of, you know, just kind of put that on hold. Um, so what brought me into coming to uh, Davenport High School is I had taken uh, two years off from being an AD and learned that the school was being opened. And when I found out it was literally, it's about three minutes as the crow flies from my house, I thought, what a great opportunity for me to, you know, I'm in my 22nd or 23rd year of education to finish out right next to my house and be a part of something that not many people get to be a part of. This is our third high school in Polk County in the past 20 years. So the, these, these do not come along very often. And when I was given the opportunity to interview, I was super excited about it because I do love sports and I love the passion uh, that I bring to sports. So, you know, it, it just seemed like it was a match made in heaven. You know, that's uh it's so cool. I've been fortunate to be part of a couple of startups myself over my career. Just oh, wow. <laughs> all the all the things that uh, I think an AD might take for granted um, about, how, well, how did this get started, whether it's, you know, an administrative process or tradition, you're right there at uh, ground zero, you know, helping build those traditions. That's That's got to be mm -hmm. a, a really cool experience. It really is. And honestly, I took for granted because um, you know, there was the high school that I was an, uh, an alumni of that I was a part of. So I knew the traditions and it was rich and we had all these things. And then when you come to a brand new school, well, we always did it this way. OK, so, you know, in your head, you're thinking, well, we've always done it this way. But so is every other coach because they've come from every other school because we're all brand new. Even though we've come with experience, we're all brand new to Davenport. So that's really created a lot of cross conversations with coaches. Well, why do you do it this way? Instead of just accepting it because it's always been, we're building the ship as we're flying it, so to speak. That's kind of been my uh, motto this year, especially with uh, construction delays and all the things that go along with building a new school, uh, especially, honestly, supplies coming in. Uh, uh, just to be kind of a, uh, not really flippant or glib about it, but uh, my volleyball season's over. We made it to regionals. I was super excited as a first-year program with those seniors to make it to regionals. Um, but I still don't have my game volleyballs yet. So I reached out some to, to my, you know, former AD friends. I'm like, hey, can I borrow some balls from you guys? Because I got to have them. So, you know, those are the challenges. But the reward of like seeing a program start from absolutely nothing and building up is is a great experience. Yeah. And you give and you, as you mentioned, you're giving those kids, particularly those seniors, you know, a great experience. You know, great stuff. Well, we don't have seniors yet. Yeah. We have oh, no wow. seniors. Okay. So we said we're nine through eleven. We're nine through eleven, and then we will uh, open up to seniors next year. Oh, so wow. we will have that opportunity to have a senior class right. um, for next year. So, we, like I said, so you know, it, it it is a great momentum builder, and especially for these freshmen to come through, because the, these ninth graders will be the first actual fully graduating class of Davenport High School. So that's right. pretty exciting. And so there's a lot of kids who are playing sports right now that probably may have not gotten the opportunity uh, at other schools because they were freshmen when you, when you're coming from really uh, strong programs in our area or in particular sports. Oh, no question. No question. What a great uh, experience for them. 
For visitors, uh, we are meeting with Mel Gables. She's the athletic director at Davenport High School, a brand new uh, high school in the state of Florida. We're going to be back for some more, but let's take a quick break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams are using Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete platform for performance. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. We have a Huddle Focus camera in our gym and it is fantastic. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play, starting at the club and youth levels, up through high school and college, and even professional teams are using Huddle to help them get better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and of course, the college and university coaches you're trying to get your kids recruited to. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to their website at huddle.com. Remember, Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back to our interview with Mel Gables, the athletic director at Davenport High School in Florida. Mel, um, in our profession, we always talk about the importance of leadership and particularly mentorship. So I'm, I always ask, uh, who are some of the mentors that you've had in your life? You know, maybe family members or coaches or even people that you've worked with or worked for. Uh, who's had an influence that's helped get you where you are today? Wow, that, that, that's a great question. You know, and, and at different times of my life, there have been different mentors that have really been had a key impact on me, you know, obviously when I was a student in high school was my volleyball coach, Robin Wagman, and she was an amazing uh, teacher, leader, community member, um, taught me how to fundraise like no other. Um, and this was back in the 80s. So, you know, this was this was back in the day. I may have dated myself there a little bit, but um, she was an incredible person. And so I got to, you know, coach with her for 17 years, like I was talking about before, before she passed. So she had a huge influence on my life, along with my softball coaches, um, C.J. Williams and Judy Markham, uh, you know, they, they were, you know, and what's really ironic is uh, I ended up getting to teach with all of them, which was a blessing to me. And along with my high school basketball coach, uh, he was still at the school when I became a teacher there. So my core group of mentors, I got to work with every day, which was was really incredible. Um, you know, and, and, and since then, I've had some great leaders uh, um, as my bosses, as a principal. And, you know, you really have to have, and, you know, well, this is just my opinion, of course, a, a great relationship with your admin on how they can mold and guide you, especially if you have questions or concerns and you want to be able to go to them. And um, and I took a little brief from high school after being there 20 years and went to a middle school and, and met Dr. Kath, uh, Catherine Blackburn-Kate. And I will tell you, she has taught me more about being a leader um, in the later years of my life, because, you know, I mean, you, you, you know, as a coach, I think sometimes uh, we're, we are natural leaders, or at least I feel that's kind of, that's what should be part of our role as a, as a coach. And I feel that same way as an athletic director, but she taught me some leadership skills on the other side uh, of that coin. And then my County athletic director, Dan Talbot is just absolutely amazing. Um, 
he's kind of like my big brother. So, you know, we argue and fight a little bit like, you know, brother and sister, but in all honesty, I know that he has a passion for athletics and he cares about his ADs and he cares about what they represent and how they represent him and how they represent the County. So, you know, those are some, some big time people that has had a, a lot of influence on my professional career. Absolutely. And you, you mentioned some really big names in the state of Florida. And then, you know, you ended with Dan Talbot. Dan's a dear friend, uh, longtime board member together uh, for FIAAA. And he was actually guest number three on our, ah. uh, on our podcast. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, Dan's great. Mel, you and I have already talked uh, about some of the unique aspects of opening up uh, a brand new school. Um, I'm wondering if you could share a little bit, you know, maybe one or two um, traditions uh, that you uh, are helping start or the coaches or the kids are helping helping start. Um, you know, tell us what it is and maybe how it came about and how you're working that. Uh, uh, anything special that you can share with us? Well, I'll tell you, after our, our, our first game uh, for football, we were, we were away at a, at a school and we, and we won. And it was just really neat to see that the cheerleaders, they came out after the coaches had talked to the guys in the huddle, whatever. And then they all, you know, huddled up and hug, hugged around each other. And, um, you know, they had like a, a moment of silence together. And it's become win, lose, or draw. They do that after every game. So they celebrate the win and they celebrate the loss. Well, that's a bad way to put it, but they, you know, they still come together after a loss, just like they would after a win. And that to me, uh, I think comes from our leadership of our football staff, because, you know, no one really wants to, to be around a lot of people when you lose a game, especially if it's a close game, but they've kind of created that culture of caring uh, within themselves right after the game. So that to me, I was like, that's a pretty cool uh, thing that they're doing. Now we have some other traditions that we have talked about, but due to facility issues at the beginning and middle of our football season, we weren't able to make it happen. But, you know, like this Bronco that's above my head up here, I would like to get one for our field house locker room and the kids go out and touch it every time. And, you know, just some sort of tradition of that way, um, just to kind of have that touch feel of what it means to really to be a Bronco. So that that's one of the things that, we, that we've started Um and I'm really happy with that. Now we just, of course, just now getting into basketball season and soccer. So we just had our very first home soccer game last night. Um, so, you know, we're, we're still working on some things for them to do. Um, but it's, it's an adventure and it's kind of unique because, like I said, we have new coaches that are new to me. Um, for the most part, every one of my coaches are brand new to me except for two. So this is, you know, we're, we're having a learning process and, and, and they're coming from Iowa, uh, up north, uh, Midwest, uh, down south Miami. So, you know, it's a lot of different uh, cultures and uh, things that we're bringing together to try to meld it all together to uh, make our program successful. Oh, yeah. You know, taking the best of, uh, you know, all the people that are participating so, th so they feel a part of it. I love that, uh, you know, the tradition that you talked about. Uh, we actually did that at one of the schools that, uh, that I was at. We just called it the Victory Huddle. Um, and the, the victory was us competing and the victory was mm -hmm. the fans and the cheerleaders supporting. Sometimes we won on the scoreboard. Sometimes we didn't, but we still had that victory right. huddle to just celebrate, you know, Hey, what, what a great experience we just had. Very, very cool stuff. We are visiting with Mel Gables. She is the director of athletics at Davenport high school in Florida. 
We're going to be back for some more wisdom, but let's take one more break and hear from one of our sponsors. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. We actually have a Sideline Interactive video table in our gym, and it is tremendous. Uh, you really need to check these folks out. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action and find out exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We're back with Mel Gables from Davenport High School. And for our listeners, we're recording this on November 17th. So you're going to be listening to it uh, in a very timely manner. Coach, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, what are some okay. things that you've seen in your career, uh, maybe at other schools, or even things that you're trying to do right now at Davenport that you would consider best practices, things that you can step back and say, boy, we really do a great job with this. Do you have anything you can share? Well, there's a couple things. Um, and, you know, this may fall under even a different category, but uh, going to those conferences is one of the things that I think is a best practice for athletic directors. Uh, and the entire time I've been an athletic director, I never missed the FACA conference or an FIAAA conference every single year. You network, you meet friends, there's so many things that you can learn. And it's just a great time to be around people who are going through exactly what you're going through or have been through it and maybe could possibly help you get through it. So networking with those other professionals is a huge part of a best practice for me. And one of the things that, that you learn when, when you're an athletic director, uh, old or young, uh, brand new, or been a season 20 year athletic director, is to always have systems in place for you to be able to double check your work and to double check and have someone kind of go follow up behind you a little bit and be like, why are we, you know, are you sure we're supposed to have two games on this? Because that doesn't make sense. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, tend to get a little um, offended if someone asks them a question about, are you sure we're supposed to be having parking on this day or whatever? And to me, I see it as a help. And so I enlist the help of people that I trust. Um, and, you know, I've got a brand new, uh, some brand new people that I'm working with this year. And I've already found a couple people that I'm like, I'll bring them to my office and I'll say, Hey, will you look at this list and see if this makes sense? And they'll look and they'll say something. I'm like, I didn't see that. You know, that could be something I've done a hundred times, but a stuff that still just gets by you. So to me, asking for help is the best practice and knowing when to ask for help. You know, sometimes we're kind of seen as like, oh, we should know this. We know everything. We should know all these rules because I think that's people's perceptions. But, you know, you don't want to speak out of turn because you speak out of turn and then, you know, you make a mistake and then you kind of look foolish. So for me, one of the best practices, and 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 I'm a pretty uh, assertive person, and I and I and you know I, I try to make sure that I'm always doing the right thing. But if I don't know, 
the first dude, I'm, I'm yelling my, my, my 80 uh, per people, and one of them is Pam Lancaster, who I should have uh, mentioned earlier about the people that influenced you, because to me, Pam is kind of the epitome of the professional AD. She lives, eats, breathes, uh, bloodhound uh, sports. And, you know, I mean, I, and I text her, and we text, I'm like, hey, how do you do this? And she's giving me ideas. So it's like networking is such a huge thing. You, you cannot be an island of one and be successful AD. I just don't see how that can happen. You're so right. And I, I love the, um, you know, the John Wooden quote. It says, uh, I finally became smart when I realized I didn't know everything. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you mentioned another FIAAA legend there, uh, Pam mm -hmm. Lancaster. You talk about Dan Talbot was interview number three, and we've done over 200 now. Uh, Pam was number four. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah. Uh, no, we... Yeah, they need to be at that number three, number four slot because mm -hmm. honestly, they know the rules. They know this, they know that, and, and they just know how to communicate with people. And that, mm -hmm. you know, and, the, and that's a huge part of being an athletic director. You can't sit in your office and just do paperwork. It's it's a full time job. It, it, it you know, sitting in your office is great if you can find that time. Yeah. And you, you really brought up another great point, you know, bringing those people in. Uh, you know, to look at that list or check that schedule out, that's actually, you know, nurturing and developing their leadership skills um, so mm -hmm. they can go back and, and do an even better job in their area, um, mm -hmm. which is going to help the school. So, you know, you know, great job. I want, you know what? And, I, and I'm glad you said it because, uh, you know, hosting it, our first football game right after our very first football game, I met with the admin team. I'm like, hey, what did you see that went well? What did you see that went, you know, that we need improvement on? Because again, you know, this is a brand new faculty working together for this event. And it was so weird because the things that I thought were absolutely a disaster, no one else even thought in their mind that there was anything wrong with that. And I, you know, it was, it was unfathomable being like, well, the ticket person was there 15 minutes late and this and this and this. And to me, that's like all these things are like in the big scheme of things, it wasn't. But, you know, it just kind of gives you a different perspective on what your role is and how you're trying to control it and what their role is. So I, you know, meeting up with your admin team after a major event, especially your opening football game, your opening home event, soccer, basketball, whatever, to kind of work out those tweaks. And so we continued to work at it. And by week four, I did, I didn't really didn't have to worry. I mean, I was staying right up until game time. Then you would go to game time. And now I'm like, okay, games kicks off at 7.30. I don't need to really show up till seven. Of course, I'm a little OCD, I'm still gonna be here. But as far as just having everything in place because we've worked out those kinks by having those post-event conversations with your admin team. Yeah, and again, the, the key phrase you use so well is admin team, you know, mm -hmm. them feeling like they're a, a part of that team and the success of, you know, that evening's event, you know, they're invested in, you know, very, very good stuff. I wish I would have learned that much earlier in my career, okay? <laughs> Uh, we are visiting, as I've said, with Mel Gables. She's the director of athletics at Davenport High School in Central Florida. We're going to be back for some more, but we're going to take another quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. Please stay with us. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. 
for ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started on your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales vitalsignswalloffame.com. Hey, welcome back to our visit with Mel Gables, Athletic Director at Davenport High School. Coach, um, nowadays, you know, we, we talk about the importance of social-emotional health for student-athletes. And it was something that, you know, what didn't even exist from a discussion standpoint, it certainly was there. But uh, I'm going to guess when you were playing, and I'm a little bit older than you, so it certainly wasn't there when I was playing. And, you know, the phrase, you know, come on, you got to be tough or you got to suck it up was, you know, very common coaching technique. You know, that's what they knew back then. So my question to you is this, how can an AD or a head coach, um, you know, move away from that and find a balance between um, teaching and coaching kids to be tough while also being aware of and sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that a generation Z kid is going through. Uh, do you have any advice for us? Um, you know, when I first started coaching and that was uh, back in the early nineties, um, I was a lot more, uh, I want to say aggressive. As I grew older, I mellowed out. Didn't mean my passion was any less. As a matter of fact, I think my passion actually grew. Um, but being able to monitor that. And, and, and I have an example um, when, you, when you were talking about telling someone to suck it up or, or, you know, or just trying to figure out how to fix it. So I had this student athlete, probably the best student athlete I have ever coached in my 20 whatever year career. Uh, I would put her up against any sport, against anybody. I mean, she was just that tough. However, and she actually went on and played a, uh, at a division one dual scholarship. So when I tell you this, this, young lady was phenomenal. She could not take being yelled at. Now, I'm a, I'm a yeller. I, you know, I really am. Whether I'm yelling encouragement or whether I'm yelling instruction or whether I'm yelling because you blew that, right? And it took me, I would probably say halfway through the season to figure that out. And looking back on it, I'm a little mad that it took me that long. But, you know, like, you know, looking back, but, you know, when you have to realize what makes your athlete work? And as an athletic director, it's the same thing for your coaches. When you're having conversations with your coaches and coaches, when you're having conversations with your athletes, you have to figure out what they respond to. And if you don't know them on that kind of level, you're not going to have the success that you potentially could have without knowing that piece of information. Once I figured out how to address this young lady, and I had another athlete and they were potentially right there next to each other. She was just the opposite. I could yell at her and I could challenge her and she would run through the brick wall without even asking me why, because I told her to. So, and, but these, both of these athletes, both scholar athletes, just phenomenal young ladies, same time on the same team, but had to coach them completely different. And that was probably one of the greatest things that I learned was on how to address those student athletes. So when you're talking about now, some athletes you could still say, you need to suck it up. 
let's go. You know, you can do this versus, hey, come here, let me talk to you about this. This is why I want you to play it this way. And so then you have to kind of rationale and reason with them on this because they are different. Our, our, we are not that same mentality that we were 20 years ago, 30 years ago, where you could, you know, tell them to rub some dirt on it and let's go. Uh, you know, we're just not that and society is not that way. And we have to continue to grow in order to help those kids come along and the coaches that we are supervising. You know, you, you really hit on two key topics. Um, you know, each athlete is, is different, you know, and they really mm -hmm. kind of do need to be reached at their own level. Uh, I had uh, a quarterback very similar to what you talked about. Um, just a, just <laughs> a tough, aggressive kid and thrived on, uh, and you, you took words right out of my mouth, yelling encouragement, you know, yelling mm -hmm. instruction. That was me as a football coach. And this young man just thrived on it, had him for three years, went off and played college football. His successor was probably, uh, well, it wasn't probably, it was an even more physically imposing specimen. But, mm -hmm. and I mean this in a very positive way, much more sensitive kid. And it, it took yeah. me, I, I'm going to say a couple of weeks over the summer to realize I had to coach him in a much different way. And when I figured mm -hmm. that out as a coach, you know, he didn't have to change. I needed to change. Uh, right. The results were, the results were, you know, fantastic. And uh, I, again, we chuckle about that now, but two great kids. Um, mm -hmm. So, and you, you talk about the difference between then and, and now, you know, eras, we know more now, you know, and so if we're right. not utilizing the science, um, to do a better job, you know, shame on us as ADs and shame on us as coaches. So very, very. Absolutely. When we know better, we should do better. Right. You know, you're, you're, you're so right. I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, yes, sir. like I said, Mel and I met last year at our, uh, state, um, AD conference, uh, as I was finishing up my term as the president, uh, and, um, I, I knew right away that uh, there, there was that connection there. So you articulated it for me. We're both uh, yellers of encouragement. Yes. Um, we're going to be back in just a second and find out what uh, Mel Gables is going to put in her athletic director toolbox, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. So please stick around with us and uh, find out what Mel's going to put in her toolbox. Hey, we want to <clears throat> we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. They have some really unique ways to help you as an AD, so please check them out. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back to our interview with Mel Gables, Athletic Director at the brand new Davenport High School 
in Davenport, Florida. Coach, this has been great uh, reconnecting with you, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. You've certainly shown that you're an experienced AD and coach, but right now I'm going to task you with sending out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three items in their toolbox. <laughs> what three things are going to go in Mel Gable's athletic director toolbox? <clears throat> only three. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I can narrow down. There are so many things that are so important, but they become important at different times in your athletic director journey. So it's kind of, if you're just starting out, this is going to be probably unconventional. And I don't know if anyone's ever mentioned this to you, depending on whether you're single or married, is involving your partner with your program, husband, wife, or whatever, because athletics can take up so much of your time outside of your regular job, your classroom job, or whatever it is that you do, your role and responsibility at the school, is to involve the person that you are spending the rest of your life with. Because athletics can become such an all-encasing involving thing, you can often get times get swept away and you don't realize what is going on on other parts because it's so important to you. So my advice is if they have someone in their life that they potentially are sharing their life with for the rest of their life or would like to, is to find a way to somehow get them involved so that they can still have a connection because athletics takes so much time of your life if you're doing it well. Like I said, no one can do this job from seven in the morning till two o'clock and leave and do it well. Let me rephrase it. It can be done, but it won't be done well. So that's one of the, you know, that's something that's just, I feel is an important especially for someone just starting out in this role, because it can be overwhelming and you need someone to bounce ideas off of and even your frustrations of something that may be going wrong. So, you know, that that's, I feel that's a, a key component to put in the toolbox. Um, one of the things that uh, I went through this leadership class um, this past year, and one of the things that I learned that made a really big impact on you know, everybody's like, well, why are you, why do you like to be an AD or, you know, what is going on? Why, why do you choose this? And you ask that about any profession. And then for athletics, I look at it this way. And I, as an AD, I'm a leader. I'm a leader of students. I'm a leader of coaches or, you know, teachers, a leader in the community. So I question myself. And so this is what I would advise every athletic director, young or old, new or seasoned, to ask themselves, why should the coaches and students follow you? If you can't come up with an answer for that, then there's some soul searching that needs to be done. And that I think is a huge uh, component of it. It's like, why should they follow you? You know, and, and so, it, and to me, with that little self-reflection piece, and that took me, when I was in this class to do this, you know, you immediately write down all these answers and then you go back and look at it. Well, you know, that's kind of a cliche and that's kind of a cliche. Really, why do I want people to follow me? I want them to trust me. I want them to know that I'm going to lead them in the right direction and I'm going to do what's best for the school and the community. Those are part of the reasons that I want to do it because I want people to know that I'm the person to follow because I'm not going to steer you wrong. And, you know, and that to me is a self uh, self reflection piece. And then you have your standard things that every AD should be doing, be invisible in practices, not just at the games on the sideline saying, hey, good game or, you know, you'll get them next time. 
is being in their practices and, and, and observing the coaches and seeing their interactions with kids uh, and students. And then looking at uh, one of my things, I don't know if you can see this, but I'm going to turn this just a little bit. This is my this is my baby on the wall. So this did not come in at the beginning of the year. This came in, um, I want to say, at the middle of October. So that's why nothing else is up there except for October to January right now. Being able to visually see that when you take a phone call, well, let me see if I have that availability. And you can look up there and say, you know, I already see I have nothing for Saturday the 1st. So that's a possibility. Being able to have that visual, because you can have it on your computer, you can have it on your phone, you can have all those. But, you know, I'm a little bit old school and I want to be able to take a look at that and go, okay, this week is going to be crazy. I mean, you can see it on your calendar, but you can really see it on your board. And that to me has been one of the biggest things uh, that has helped me be successful is to be that organized and have it up there. Now, I do not do that alone. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, my wife helps me do this to keep my life sane. And so that goes back to involving your partner. She's highly OCD and organized. So that helps me help myself. So that, that's just a, you know, a, a thing that makes it a lot easier uh, for me to be successful. No, th those are all tremendous tools. I can certainly speak to the um, um, advantages of, you know, having your or involving your partner. And I was, it was lucky for me, you know, my wife was a career coach. So, uh, you know, nice. she's right along there beside me. And that calendar, um, I, I didn't have that on my wall, but I had the, uh, you know, the hard copy uh, notebook. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I would tell my coaches, that game might be on your spreadsheet. But if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. Okay. If so, it's not on the wall, it's not happening. And exactly, that's exactly, yeah. I just went through this whole thing today, looking at stuff. I'm like, coach, it's not on my wall. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. 100%. That's the yeah, wall yeah. of truth right there. Yeah. It, it can go from the wall onto the spreadsheet, into the computer, but if it's, it's not there, it's not there. Exactly. Very good stuff. Yeah. You and I are uh, kindred spirits. No question about it. Absolutely. Mel, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and, and pick your brain, and I certainly encourage you to do so, uh, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Via my email, my school email, it comes to my phone, and if I'm at my desk, I can get it. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, no. Um, We're low-tech here, so you actually have to share that. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's Mel, so it's M-E-L dot Gables, G-A-B-L-E-S, at Polk, P-O-L-K, dash fl.net again that's mail.gables at polk dash fl.net okay. thanks for sharing that and again if you're listening you really need to to reach out and, uh and pick mail's brain she's got some great great advice mail gables thanks so much for uh, being on the podcast all the best to the broncos as you continue year one and uh, uh thanks again for being on the podcast absolutely i appreciate it thank you for the opportunity Okay. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are being uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you again to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing.